guys we are over halfway through titanic welcome back listeners to titanic minute your daily podcast where we discuss movie titanic minute by minute i'm your co-host rob joined as always by my good friends joe and duff ahoy so only a hundred minutes to go then 101 101 yep uh we're gonna talk about minute 94 94 in this minute, Kate and Leo, no, Kate and Jack find a car. Oh gosh, geez. halfway through it, I'm just getting my notes. Uh, Kate already and wrong. Jack, did you say? You were right uh, the first Rose time. Rose and Jack, wow. Jack and Rose, Jack and Rose. Well, if find you're a saying car. the actors, you were right the first time. The I second know, time, you, the second time, you just guaranteed you'd be wrong no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> or right. Uh, did you know that um, initially? Rose's name was supposed to be Diane, but Mellencamp threatened to sue, so he changed it to Rose. <laughs> this was not a little ditty. This movie is not a little ditty. Um, okay, so uh, Rose and Jack find a car, and let's talk about this car. This is the uh, we talked about this early in the movie. This is a 1912 Renault. I believe is how you pronounce that. I know because I went to YouTube and typed how do I pronounce. Renault <laughs> and it told me that's how James Cameron pronounces it okay. um, I would have guessed Renoir <laughs> I would have too yeah or Renault or Renault Renault is probably what I would have said to be yeah. honest hmm. so Renault uh, so let's just jump right into some car trivia car talk guys let's do some car oh, talk car talk, Ooh, car talk. So I was driving my car the other day, and I heard this rattling in the um, front driver. What? what you let your boyfriend drive it first? I'm. I actually know. Um, I don't know. It just I hear this rattling noise, and uh, my husband took the tire off, and he didn't see anything rattling in Ethnic there. Ethnic humor. <laughs> <laughs> that that sounded nothing like either of those guys, but. It, I was just trying to like. You oh, just like kind of merged it with like New York sports talk radio. Yeah. Well, it wasn't. Yeah, I mean that's closer than what I thought it was. But yeah. God, what if we what if we did a car talk tribute episode? I would do anything to have a Colin show where people ask car questions, but we had no <laughs> idea what we were talking about. It's really hard to do. I will Talking say in my defense, fluid. it's really hard to do a car talk impression because it really was about how those two guys just like talked about being brothers and whatnot i had no one to go <laughs> off of well let's do our own version of car talk i guess and let's talk about this this car that's here this pretty this, sweet ride yep <laughs> so uh we did see this loaded onto the titanic at southampton during that minute i had mentioned we would talk about this more later here we are um so big question did this car actually exist on the boat um, chip. Uh, so a few things. We do know that there were cars on the Titanic because there are maps of the Titanic that show like a section for motor cars. Unfortunately, the cargo logbook was lost to sea. Um, 
some estimates suggest maybe there were about 30 or so cars on board if you just look at how many first class people were there how many first class head of households were there how many of them might have brought cars over from europe um however we do know that there was a 1912 renault on board because it was part of the cargo manifesto now manifest not manifesto manifesto <laughs> which i started thinking what's the difference between a cargo log and a cargo manifest do you guys know nope i don't either i couldn't figure it out <laughs> i was hoping someone would know like i don't know um but there the cargo manifest does exist now guys i have in my hand in this internet browsing window uh the cargo manifest which is different than the cargo log somehow of the titanic there are some interesting things on it i'm going to mention a few of them to you these are real things this is not no joking on car talk no um, fun in. there were set no fun in there were 79 goat skins there was 12 cases of ostrich feathers what there were there were 12 cases of ostrich feathers. Uh, that is real. Uh, I can tell you that they belong to the holders of original bills of lading, whatever that is. Um, there is also 76 cases of dragon's blood. I'm going to need more details on that one. That uh, was from, so they have dragons in England? I don't know. Or that was Ireland? from Brown... Brown Brothers and Company. They had uh, 76 cases of dragon's blood and three cases of gum. That's all they had. <laughs> Very strange. Uh, if you are into birth control, oh, it's guys. A, okay, it's a thing. Okay, what is it, Joe? It's a bright red resin that has been used since ancient times as varnish, medicine, incense, and dye. Okay. Well, It's weird that yeah. you can use something for both varnish and medicine. <laughs> Well, it's you if you, if your booze is strong enough, you can. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you're into birth control, guys, there was seventy sixty-three. I'm cases. against it. Okay. There were sixty-three <laughs> cases. Podcasting of rubber. is the best birth control of all. <laughs> sixty-three cases of rubber and one hundred and seventeen cases of sponge. So, I'm guessing that's what that was. Oh, I get um, it. Huh? 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 Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) so so the car itself the one that car that was on the manifest did belong to a William Ernest Carter William Ernest Carter (laughs) Ernest sinks to the bottom of the (laughs) ocean (laughs) hey Vern I heard there's a car down here you know what I mean Ernest goes on Titanic (laughs) (laughs) Ernest goes to sea what Um, if Ernest saved the Titanic oh there we go so Ernest William Carter, Bill Bill Ernest Carter, uh, he uh, he was a 36 year old from Pennsylvania. Obviously, he was you know had money. He's bringing this Renault on the car. Um, he was with his wife Lucille and their children, named Lucille and William. Super clever family. These uh, these Carters <laughs> just mm. literally named their kids after themselves. Um, good news. His entire family did, in fact, survive the wreck. Um, some f- two fun facts about that. Fun fact number one. William 
Ernest Carter was one of two men to board a lifeboat. The other man, Bruce Ismay. So, yep. Rich people get good treatment, I guess. They sure do. Shocking. The other fun fact is not as fun. And, Joe, I hope you're composed. I know this is going to touch you. Um, Who's going to cry first in a podcast? This is my attempt at getting Joe to cry. (laughs) What? Um, Why? Just hold on. William Carter was his son. His son, William Carter, uh, survived. He lived until 1985, and he often refused to talk about the tragedy, not because of the devastation or loss of life, but because he was traumatized at the loss of his dog, a terrier. The dog was not permitted to get on the lifeboat with the rest of the family. Why? Colonel Astor told young William that he would... Astor. Astor. Uh, Aster, man, heartless bastard, (laughs) told young William, Aster, told young William that he would take care of the dog, and the last he saw of his beloved dog was John Jacob Aster holding the dog's leash as he went away on the lifeboat. Jesus. Why, you could just put the dog in your lap. They didn't say, there wasn't room for the dogs, man. What do you mean there's not room for the dog? On your lap. They can doggy paddle. The dog could have helped tow the boat. <laughs> so uh, apparently this guy like survived. He was like 11 or 12. There's also like a story that we don't know if it's true when uh, William uh, Carter, the, the youngest or the child, the son, he was like 11 or 12. And when he showed up on the, to be saved, his father didn't recognize him because he was wearing a lady's hat. And the story goes that <laughs> the story goes that they wouldn't let him on at first because he was like twelve, and they're like, you know, you're not a child. Um, you don't yeah. What is the cutoff boat. for like children. a twelve year old should go on that lifeboat? Is well, my have you have you spent time with a twelve year old lately? No. Yeah. Uh, if you ask my dad, and we're trying to get into the movies, there was a uh, quite the the generous definition of child (laughs) (laughs) uh so the story is that they had put either his mom or astor had put a lady's hat on him so that they would think he was a girl and he could get on that could get on a lifeboat huh um but he's 12 he deserved to be on a lifeboat no shaming of him there get real Uh, um i mean back then like if you were 12 you could uh you know have a full-time job by that point well but not if you're rich. That's true. Um, was this were these people uh, Jay Z's relatives? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so to answer the question I asked originally, was this did this was this car in the boat? Yes, but it was probably in a crate or like James, on a pallet or something. James Cameron said they tried to find it when they went back down in 2011 for the okay. that documentary, so he did his best to find it. But it's uh he said as far as they know it's just buried in the cargo hold deteriorating. Interesting. Pretty exciting. So, um, yeah, that's all I have about uh, about uh uh, John, or sorry, William Ernest Carter. Well, boy, rough segue there after the sad story. Uh, pretty um, exciting uh, product this week, uh, funding our <laughs> server costs and such. Oh, oh, we have a sponsor, Joe? 
I mean, we they're knocking down the doors Every to get on board with rolling Titanic in money. I mean, uh, I'm 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 turning people away. Wow. Well, we we kind of had a pledge. We're not going to have more than one sponsored episode a week. We we could easily fill three a week now. Wow, that's incredible. It's great news. But we don't do this for the money. No. In fact, I have no idea why we do this. <laughs> but I think it was a dare. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is another pretty exciting uh, new piece of technology. Now, I I know you guys you guys are you guys are really into the tech, right? Oh yeah, we are. Are, tech you, are warriors. you guys into the? <laughs> the where, are you guys into the? <laughs> nice callback. Are you guys into the wearable technology? Oh, like uh, Fitbits and such. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm see. not, so I don't know what that is. But no, I know what that is. Duff. Uh, I'm not very fit, but I have a thing on my wrist that tells me I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, this is a pretty exciting new product that will actually. Um, uh, it's it's called Pod Pants, <laughs> and it's made just for us podcasters. Oh. I know a really healthy percentage of our audience are podcasters. Yeah, and uh, Pod Pants, uh, they were looking for a podcast with a huge audience to make their first announcement about this product, and they chose us, our yeah. Titanic audience. So, Pod Pants, uh, they they sort of bill themselves as inactive wear for podcasters <laughs> <laughs> and uh they actually they sent me sort of a list of pod pants features uh 50 different features for pod pants i i know we're kind of I, I try to keep these to 90 seconds or less i, I fail every time i'm so excited <laughs> to talk about these i just narrowed it down to, to four features that i thought would i i personally was most excited about so pod pants, it's a piece of wearable technology that you can wear when you're when you're casting, as we call it, right, guys? <laughs> yeah, in the when biz. Casting. Yeah, I'm casting. Yeah. I'm casting here. So let's let's go. Um, let's go outside in. Okay. Just like, like when you meet somebody. Um, so pod pants. Here's some of the features, and and you can find out a lot more at podpants.biz. But. Uh, <laughs> The, it, it, one of the features, and this is something that bugs me a lot, a rubber exterior. <coughs> so after you're done casting, uh, all you need to do to clean your pants of crumbs and sticky stains, you can just shower them away. You don't even have to take pod pants off when you go into the shower. It's going to get rid of all those crumbs. Like Crocs. Uh, they're kind of like Crocs for your legs. Yeah, uh, sure. So, Crocs off to shower. So I can just basically hose myself down and get the Pop-Tart crumbs off. Yeah, so when your wife can come down to the basement, she can take a bucket of water and just throw it at you, like which it, is maybe what she does anyway. Like but now, uh, and then your pants will come away clean. No need to put them in the wash. No. If uh, Under normal wear. Uh, also... It, it features an automated knee brace that forces you to stand up every four hours and activate. If you've been sitting for four hours or more, uh, it will activate and force you to stand up. So make sure that you uh, invest in an adjustable mic stand if you're doing this, podcasters. Uh, also pretty excited about this. It's it's lined with um, electrodes from your hip all the way down to your calf muscle that will electrically stimulate your muscles to promote circulation and prevent bed sores. <laughs> oh pretty pretty fa- pretty exciting stuff. And 
working outside in. It also um, features an absorbent liner in the front and rear uh, for when you're when you're an hour three of doing uh, kindergarten cop minute by minute and you can't get to the toilet. Uh, pod pants are ready. Hose wow. out the inside too. So that's podpants.biz. Uh, this is just a sampling of the features with this. They will custom fit it for you. Uh, you just uh, t- send them in your send them your dimensions. Their designers are ready to fit it for you. Uh, free returns. What's and, the promo code for them for, uh, for our show? Uh, <laughs> well, it'd be a dot biz slash Titanic then. It, well, no, because that's one of the sizes of the pants, so <laughs> they can't use that as as the URL. <laughs> <laughs> and and steerage is actually the name of the rear absorbent <laughs> layer, so we couldn't use that either. So, um, so you just go podcast dot pod excuse me podpants dot biz uh, slash midnight <laughs> for midnight boys, and that'll get you ten uh, percent off. Thanks as always, Joe, for all the outreach you do. Um, well, being a brand ambassador is a lot of work, but it's really rewarding work because you get to find out about exciting products like this. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's let's go back to Titanic. Um, I think if you guys are ready, uh, we get some role playing here between Jack and Rose at the car. Uh, Jack opens the door for Rose and goes into the front seat. And I was just wondering, this is a personal question. It's up to you guys if you want to answer, but... Do you guys ever play Uber Driver with your uh, with role play scenarios with your significant Uber others? Driver. <laughs> yes, I murder my spouse. <laughs> make her pay you with an app. I make her very uncomfortable and play music very loudly. <laughs> and in the back, I just hand her a bunch of uh, cleaning supplies. <laughs> uh, I- I do enjoy that he honks the horn here when he sits in the car. (laughs) Once again, they know that someone is looking for them. I don't know why, but in video games, whenever I get into a car, I love honking the horn. Oh, it's so fun. Yeah. I I can't remember the last time I honked my horn on my real car, but... Duff, you probably do it once a week. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. When you're leaving dinner at Perkins at 5.15. (laughs) Uh, and then this, uh, (laughs) (laughs) then, uh, in the car, Rose pulls, uh, pulls Jack back into the back seat. She pulls the Uber driver right back. Um, did you say the Uber driver? Yeah. Jack's her Uber driver. Okay. That's funny. This minute, this minute ends with them holding hands and Jack is asking if she's nervous. Um, and that's the end of the minute, guys. I don't know. Do you have anything else? I mean, uh, I'm wondering how big is this car? I feel like looks pretty big. I guess it was a rich person's car. So maybe, tall, like height wise. It's. I, very I just big. feel like the average car of 1912, or I guess there probably was. Was there even an average car? Like it. It just seems like it would be very cramped for two people. Well, I have a Honda Fit, and I bet you I can fit four Honda Fits inside that 1912 Renault. <laughs> yeah, and well, it's tough when it's you, the lady, and your conscience. You're already an angel back there with you. It's a lot to fit. 
I this kind of segues into um not a fan of fooling around in cars. Been a while since I did it. Uh, <laughs> Go on. <laughs> but uh it, as someone who is six one Is this where you get your road rage from? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Uh, you get as, in there and your all your sexual frustration bubbles up to the well, side. As, as someone people he wants to do that with his middle finger, but they won't they won't reciprocate. Oh God. <laughs> I like how Jesus Christ. Someone didn't ask for consent before the finger came out. <laughs> to the stars. To the stars. To the bars, Uber driver. <laughs> to the bars. No, but I I mean Obviously, when you're a teenager, it's out of necessity, but fooling around in cars, it's not very Necking. comfortable. Parking, so mm. they called it when Duff was a child. Yes. <laughs> he put we, on that new Chuck Berry record. We went up to we went up to Lover's Lane, and I lamented that I was I had to go to Vietnam because I was drafted. You pull out that bottle of hooch. <laughs> Uh yeah, I agree. Especially as an owner of a Honda Fit, I would not recommend it. <laughs> Don't the seats fold down? Uh, not really. No. I mean, like, I, I mean, Rob, you're you're tall as well. I can just see you like kicking like through the door. Or something. No, I wouldn't. I I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't mess around with a car, especially a Honda Fit. Especially Honda Fit. Also, like, teenage Rob, like pre-college. Let's just say he wasn't very successful. <laughs> Well, all right. Can you tell these two guys are married, folks? The way the passion that they're they're talking, he's using here. Well, all right, let's. I don't know. It might hurt my back. <laughs> Man, I'm I'm too old to fool around in a '98 Ford Taurus now. <laughs> be back tomorrow with uh, uh actually, yeah, we're back. We're tomorrow. not gonna be back tomorrow. Are we dying? <laughs> Wait, why are we canceled? It's a free podcast. How are we canceled? <laughs> I was going to tell a listener. Rob just glanced to... out the window and saw the meteor bearing <laughs> down on us. Well, I don't know. I guess if we record it quick, we'll have it. Our listeners should go to titanicminute.com slash survey and give us feedback. That's what I was going to say. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.